Joining us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline is one of our great congressmen from our great state of Wisconsin, Congressman Glenn Grothman. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Glad to be on the show. Kind of a big day for the Republican Party. Well, that's why we have you on, because you're a big <laughs> deal. You're one of our congressmen in the state of Wisconsin. So I guess a, a fun one first. Where are you going to be watching this thing? you got a big party? I'll scum? be there. You're, uh, oh, you're going to be I'll there. Be, I'll be down. I'm, I'm doing... I'm doing town hall meetings today in Utica and Campbellsport, and then I'm flying down to Milwaukee. So you're going to be rubbing elbows with all the leaders of the Republican Party in this great country of ours. Um, let's get to the obvious question as well. What do you expect to see tonight? Well, I guess we're going to focus on two things. First of all, are you electable? And, you know, uh, Donald Trump is not there. We can talk about why I think that's a mistake. Uh, but he's not there. But in the background, people are going to be comparing these other people with Donald Trump. And there's no question Donald Trump lost votes on some of his tweets on how he behaved during the first debate last time with Joe Biden. Are these people more likable? Are they able to handle the debate without kind of this meanness, snarkiness coming across? And that will help them if they're able to do that. Secondly, we have a big inflation problem in this country. That came from a tremendous amount of overspending. There's no question Donald Trump, even before COVID, spent a lot of money. Are these people able to distinguish themselves by Donald Trump by saying, yes, I'm going to get back to a more frugal, less government uh, type of president than we had uh, a few years ago? And Congressman Grossman, you just said that you think Trump is making a mistake by not participating tonight. Why do you think that? Well, under normal circumstances, when you are so heavily favored, you don't show up in this sort of thing. However, I think in this case, uh, people right now, I get a lot of people who are queasy with Trump because he's turned people off by maybe his meanness, that sort of thing. If he would get up there tonight and give us 10 or 15 minutes without calling anybody any names, just doing what he can to recite his accomplishments, I think it would help overwhelmingly. Because I find when I talk to people, including Republicans, including people who felt Donald Trump was a very good president, they are worried about all the people they know who are normally Republican who don't like Trump. And he can put those concerns to rest by, like I said, being Mr. Donald Trump could be very charming. By being Mr. Friendly, recite my accomplishments, go 15 minutes without calling anybody name and saying anything, any not saying anything uh, mean about anybody. And he's, he's going to lose that opportunity by not being up there tonight. And these other candidates, many of whom I think the average person has not thought about a great deal yet, it gives them a chance to shine. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would be surprised if after the debate, things don't close a little bit in these polls. Of the eight candidates that will be hopefully standing, because Doug Burgum got injured yesterday, hopefully he'll be standing up tonight because he has a leg injury from a pickup basketball game yesterday. Of these eight candidates, who are you looking at as, as the person who could close that gap? Well, obviously DeSantis, because he's done such a good job. Other people can re recite Republican talking points, but DeSantis can talk about uh, the budget surpluses he has in Florida, that he will be able to say no to the big spenders. He could talk about what he's done on immigration. Uh, he could talk about what he's done on the social issues, particularly this uh, Biden trying to get 
uh, inappropriate topics to young school children. DeSantis took that on. So he clearly, of the people on the stage, is the possible alternative to Trump. I said uh, earlier in the hour that, um, for me, you, you can't ignore Trump because he's obviously the leading candidate. But if it, if it creeps from 25% of the conversation to 50% or more, I think that tonight is a waste of time for the other candidates. Um, well, they're, they're not going to regret being there, and it depends what they talk about on Trump. I think Trump is a little bit vulnerable on not being that conservative. And, and right now some of the national talk show types have been, you know, big advocates for Donald Trump, and they don't point out, uh, you know, some of the negatives there. You know, it is crime bill, uh, the amount of his spending. If they focus on that, it will hurt Trump. Uh, otherwise, you're right, it, it hurts the candidates on the stage. Congressman Glenn Grothman joining us on the Tri-County Contractors Hotline. And uh, Congressman Grothman, now we've got all of these excited Republican candidates, surrogates, supporters in our city, in Milwaukee today. What are you telling them to look forward to when they come back next summer for the convention? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, we've got a great city uh, and just do a good job of pre- presenting our city to all the people from all around the country and presenting our city to the or, um, interacting with people in Milwaukee because Wisconsin, one more time, is going to be one of the number one battleground states in the country. And we want all those wonderful people in the Milwaukee County area to be voting for the Republican nominee. We cannot have enough. I don't think it's going to be Joe Biden, but we can't have another four years of Democrat rule. You go around the state a lot. You, you certainly are, are, are active in the in the conversations about our governments, our leadership, and the issues that people care about. When you are at your events, you had a couple today, you said, and you'll be at the debate tonight. What is the issue that stands out from the just the regular folks, not the establishment, not the you know the the spinners and and the you know people who, as you say put out the talking points regular folks what do they what do they ask you about well they're concerned about people not getting along and i try to point out the reason people aren't getting along is because the republican party has changed it's kind of the extreme positions the democrat party has taken uh they're worried about the cost of things i don't know how a young person can afford a house today uh and they're worried about well i'll say a, a moral breakdown i think the welfare system continues to grow and encourage uh, a moral breakdown. Um, I think, you know, this transgender stuff, and the normalizing of it is a concern. Uh, and I think they're worried about the border because we're, you know, we're getting 200,000 people a month. So all these things are things that people are saying, we haven't seen this any other time in our lifetime. You know, I never thought we'd see a situation in which a young gal's breasts were going to be cut up at age 15. I never thought we'd see a situation in which Nobody paid attention to what was going on at the border, and they're scared to death of the economy because of the cost of housing or a car. I would I would argue that the lack of civility, the lack of intelligence, honest civil discourse, has resulted in these these massive gaps between what Democrats think and Republicans think. Do you agree with that or disagree? Well, I hate to be a little Republican here. I don't think the Republicans are taking historically extreme positions. Okay, I think when the Democrats, uh, when they get up there 
and uh, have an open border policy, say. I mean, I don't care whether it's 2023 or 18 or 1983 or 1963. If any president, in essence, had an open border, that would provoke tension, right? Uh, I think we have never had deficits of this size in the recent past. I think if if John Kennedy or Richard Nixon or Jimmy Carter had deficits of this size and uh, therefore caused inflation, I think it would result in, in some tensions out there. So, uh, like I said, the, the curriculum that's used in some school districts for elementary school kids, that would have been unheard of even 15 years ago. Congressman, isn't that for school districts and parents and their, their elected representatives to decide not state and federal leaders? Well, yes, but when it becomes a nationwide problem, and you asked whether the you know whether we have unprecedented uh, friction between the sides. We do, and that's part of the friction. It's part of the friction because when it does get involved in school districts, or was does get involved on a state and local level, and I think largely it should be a state, state and local thing. It is still the Republicans against the Democrats. The people hear about talking about transgenders and and early elementary school, and they, you know, the people who don't want that get emotional over it. And for whatever reason, the people who do want this get emotional over it as well, which results in school board meetings or school board races that are more contentious in the past. And I would argue, you know, the Republicans, they would be happy to have the curriculum we had in 1970 or 1980. It's the Democrats who have kind of shifted to a more radical, what I'll call radical curriculum. Congressman, we got to leave it there, but I want one, one real quick question. Put your look in your crystal ball. Who do you see emerging tonight of the of the other eight other candidates? Well, it's going to have to be uh, DeSantis, and I, I wonder whether in the future we're going to see Glenn Youngkin up on a stage in the future. Now that uh, is those are the two candidates. That is a question I think is is worthy of of a, a future conversation. Congressman, always appreciate your time. Thanks for thanks for uh, calling in. Very good. All right, that is Congressman Glenn Grothman on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. I said contractors before. Contracting Hotline. I want to make sure I got that right. They're great partners of ours at WTMJ. A quick break. Lots more debates, coverage, and for all the equal timers out there, yes, we will be joined by the chair of the Wisconsin Democratic Party, Ben Wickler, in studio, coming up after the 10 o'clock news. So lots happening on this Wednesday edition. Sandy and Steve, WTMJ.